We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, Steve Geller will join us at 540. want to tell everybody at 520, we'll have on with us the... Uh, Defending national champion, head coach of the uh, Lady Tigers, Kim Mulkey, will be on with us at 540. And uh, Mark Schler from Odyssey Sports will be on with us at 435. Bob putting a wrap on the college football season, 34-13, Michigan just overpowered things. And I I told you – Mike, you're going to talk about a convincing win and it happened in the first quarter. I was telling you that, okay – I mean, uh, the, the game wasn't even as close as the score. Mike, I know uh, I said they can't. They averaged 19 and a half yards a run. And what was the numbers you had with the. Uh, okay, uh, they over? ended up with 38 rushes for 303 yards, eight yards a carry. Oh, uh, so I think that's kind of old school. You know, just going to fling the ball around and just throw it all the time. There's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. And Jim Harbaugh kind of proved that we're going to win in the trenches, and they dominated Washington. Think of Washington, and and I know Dylan Johnson had an injury, and he was maybe 60% in that game. Bob, we we watched into the first half here. Uh, He was laboring uh, as a runner. Washington ran the ball 20 times, 46 yards. Well, Mike, and you look at him, uh, that's the kid that came over from Mississippi State. He transferred. He had almost uh, 1,200 yards rushing. And uh, Mike, and he's also, they used him in the backfield. They threw him right under like 200 yards receiving. Uh, but no, he, he was not a difference maker to he- help Michael Penix. Now, the question I have for you, because you evaluate quarterbacks and the talent and all that. Michael Penix on this game did not help his draft stock. Now, I know it's only one game, but this is why I say this. There were guys that were open sometime. I don't know if Michigan have, had him flustered. Mike. He missed some guys that were way more uh, than, than, than like college over, like high school over. Mike, he just, he just wasn't. And he's been accurate the whole year. I don't know if we just had a bad game, whatever. But, Mike, he missed some throws uh, that in the NFL guys aren't going to be that open a majority of the time. He, he didn't. He struggled. I, I don't think he hurt his draft stock. I okay, still think okay. he's a top 15 guy okay. in this draft class. And quarterbacks are a premium uh, he had played so good all season yes, long. Yes, without a doubt. Uh, and, and other than Jaden Daniels, because Jaden was the best I saw all season long. But Penix even, be- even better than Caleb Williams. <laughs> I, 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 oh, there's no question about that. Uh, this year, I Th- agree. this year. 
But if you looked at Penix, Bob, all of his throws were high. What does that yes. mean? He's not setting his feet. Right. And then it, maybe he's nervous about And those, he's nervous because Michigan pass rush. <laughs> he feels that pass rush right in his face. If you saw one time, he steps up in a pocket, and there's the big nose guard for Michigan right there to meet him. He throws it and then sort of ducks. Man, you feel that pressure. And sometimes it's hidden pressure. He didn't get help, too. They had some drops in the game. Right. But, Bob, every pass that he incompleted was high. No, it was high. Everyone. And, Mike, I'll tell you, it's human nature. of, And you, you look at the film and you're preparing for a team. And he looked at that uh, Michigan-Alabama game. Now, uh, listen, we are not saying Jalen Milrow is ready to be an NFL quarterback. But I'm sure he looked at it, uh, Mike. They had uh, five sacks against Milrow and seven tackles for a loss in the first half. So he's like, oh, i got to get rid of it. No, no, I'm telling you. And, and then sometimes you don't follow through like you need to, and then the ball Again, sails high. Again, you saw he right. was tippy-toeing throws, and he never really set his feet like we had seen in the past if he had played Oregon. And then we saw him when he played again uh, against Texas. Set his feet, throw it. How many times you saw that last night? He tippy-toed throws. And so that has a tendency that the ball takes off on you. Well, and it does matter, again, who you're playing. And that's why you say, oh, he was awesome in college. Why he's not awesome in the NFL? Well, wasn't Bryce uh, awesome at Alabama? Uh, what did he do, Carolina? Mike, he looked like a little bitty boy out there. Uh, he didn't do anything. Okay, you look at Michael Penix right now, Mike. Uh, he's playing his 49th game. He threw for over 13,000 yards, a six-year career. Uh, but, again, you think it's going to get any easier in the NFL? Uh, no. It's going to get harder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's why I'm saying now how you mature as a quarterback. That's why, uh, Mike, C.J. Stroud, to me, what he's done for the Houston Texans, uh, that's just uh, at least as impressive as Trevor Lawrence. Sure, Trevor Lawrence didn't do what he did his first no. year as a rookie. Now, you might say the coaching. Look, D'Amico Ryan's a defensive coach. So whoever develops Bob C.J. Slowick has done a great job. Uh, you you got to give him a lot him. of credit. Also, too, with with C.J., did he any time he looked like a rookie? I mean, it was no. his poise. But Bob, he's the outlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, the yeah. outlier for a, a, a rookie quarterback <laughs> because I haven't seen many that well, can he, do it he, like he him. He looked like a rookie on that Zach Bond throw, but then Zach Bond we fumbled it right back. Remember that? You know when you're trying to win that game and. You look what happened. And uh, all these false starts to Washington had. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Throw. Right, right. Okay. Now the offensive line for the Huskies was flustered. Man, because they had never played up against guys like that. Well, uh, Mike, and um, you know what I looked at it now? Uh, not a good ending for the Pac-12. Uh, but now you're going with the big boys. And how you said, how are you going to recruit in the trenches? Kalen DeBoer, I think he will always be able to get that quarterback receiver. Now the deal's going to be going to the Big Ten. Offensive, defensive lineman. Because uh, I, I can tell you right now, like, because uh, they kind of smash them out. Not every Big Ten team, but you know, even like the Iowas or Wisconsin's of the world, they always try to win in the trenches. But like uh, Michigan, uh, Ohio State, Penn State, just look in the trenches, the linemen that they have. No, so it's going to be a challenge. Uh, for Washington uh, uh, going to the Big Ten. Now, they can be explosive but and shock people. But, no, uh, they basketball yeah. on grass. Right. And I think all of, it's not every time, but if you have a real talented basketball on grass team and then you play a real talented 
a kick in the ass physical team, <laughs> that physicality is going to take over. You look at Washington's receivers, too. I think one of the things that you could watch in that game, they were getting hit at the line of scrimmage a lot, and they were throwing off their routes one time. The route was supposed to be an out route. Oh. The guy cuts it inside. One time he's supposed to be inside. He goes to the outside. And these are three NFL receivers. Romeo Dunze, who I think is going to be a top 10 player in this draft class. I think him and Malik Neighbors will be two and three. They, they first round pick, Jalen Polk, who announced today that he is coming out early. Second round pick. Jalen McMillan, all those guys are going to play in the NFL. It wasn't a good night for receivers either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to make plays and make like unbelievable play to help out the quarterback. Uh, but Mike, you know when I look at, I look at all high school. There's a bunch of uh, teams that are uh, uh, basketball on grass. It's just the way the game has changed. Harbaugh did it his way. Oh, that 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 was old school. And I'm telling you, you might say, oh, well, old school won't work in the NFL. I think it worked with he the won't 49ers. San Francisco. Uh, that wasn't that long ago. And, and you know what? You think of Pac-12 as being soft. Uh, you know who was not soft when he was there? Stanford. Uh, look how Stanford played when he was there. Mike, they would freaking pound you. So it is a mentality how you could do it. You know who's the basketball and grass in the NFL? I don't know what they could do. It's come- Miami. Yes. I don't know what they could do Sunday night football against the Bills. Now, it's Buffalo uh, uh, at Miami. Uh, Mike, uh, that's going to be uh, their mi- uh, the Bills are uh, uh, minus three. And it's in Miami. But but don't you view uh, the Dolphins as kind of um, like a team that is basketball? Okay, if Tyreek Hill's Ain't getting no question off. question about that. If Tyreek's getting off, but not, it seems like you can maybe uh, give two of the business and they won't have success. The other thing, too, is you know you can't overuse Devin A. Chan, but how good he is as a runner. Wait, I don't know, Charlie. Is this right? You gave me this. I thought the Dolphins were playing Kansas City. Yeah, the Chiefs are four-point favorites. Yeah, yeah. The Dolphins play. I don't know. When you gave me the pick six, I said the Bills at the Dolphins. That, that might that, that ain't happening. <laughs> the Steelers at the Bills. Where are you looking at, Bobby? Oh, this is from last week. Damn it, Bobby, you got the wrong no. week. No, I, I'm about to say yeah. Well, what this is like? because uh, I saw uh, no. Could the Chiefs defense? Yeah, the Dolphins at Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs defense can give you the business yes, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, their offense has been uh, sort of matzo matzo all year, but that defense has really played pretty well. Damn it, Charlie! I'm reading the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it in front of me. I was just like, what are you talking about? All righty, we're gonna get them days straight, <laughs> and go. we'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy right after this break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abe. Before we go to James in Gainesville, I didn't get a chance to talk about this last night, but uh, Jalen Lucas uh, went to Terrebonne High School, finished up at uh, Edna Carr uh, because of Hurricane Ida. He was an All-American, first-team All-American punt kick return guy at Indiana. He's transferred now to Florida State. He's uh, he's going to play on the same team as his brother, Ja'Kai. So, uh, Jay, man, I saw Jay Luke. He's one of the fastest guys I've seen with a helmet and pads on from the Bayou and uh, was a tremendous punt kick return guy, wing back, uh, played a little bit of running back also at Indiana. Now he's going to Florida State and mop. Florida State, we always talk about maybe like Ole Miss being, you know, because of Kiffin being the transfer portal king. Who has done more with transfer portals than what Mike Norville's done at Florida State? Well, well and you think of Florida and State. And the, the quarterback, he's he's a two-time jumper, so the, to speak. The, 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 they're, they're in no man's land. They can't wait to get out the AC, AAC, the Atlantic Coast Conference, ACC. I mean, they can't wait to leave. Mike, it's almost like, you know, Notre Dame, they'll play certain sports, they're in the ACC, and then not football. But Florida State right now, Mike, they look at the ACC as dragging them down. They ain't worried about no Clemson or even North Carolina. You look at the U at Miami. Uh, they think that even though they were undefeated, that, you know, strength of schedule, how you perceive things. But I think it's more the quarterback getting hurt. About oh, them, more than anything, the, the, them not being in the final four. That, that dude would have been there who yeah, we yeah. saw, the, the, Jordan they, Travis, they, in they, game they, one. They'd have been in the they'd final have been four. in the final four. Yeah, but uh, but but looking at Florida, Florida State's not going anywhere. And I tell you this all the time. You know this, Florida State's not going anywhere because wherever there's people, there's players, and Florida State that's very attractive. Anything. That's why I always say this. If you're a truly California team, you're doing the right thing. You should always be relevant. If you're truly a top Texas team, you should always be relevant. If you're truly a top Florida team, you should always be relevant. You know why? They got so many freaking players. They got so many studs. So you should always be relevant. And your university that you want to cheer for, they, they should be a good team. Look all of a sudden, when you look over there right now, Mike, and we ever talk about them when we were growing up? No. Central Florida and Orlando. But but you look at uh, Gus Valzon, right? Growing up, how much did we talk about Miami or Florida? Right. Very little. All right. It, it wasn't until we were probably in our 20s when you had uh, – <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, Frank Kersey put him on the map. Can you name image likeness before name yeah, image but, but likeness? But it was old Holland, uh, Schellenberg. But, but Howard got there and yep, he changed yep. everything with it. Um, we got to go to break. James, I'm going to ask you to hold on. we got Mark Slareth coming up, and then we'll take you right after. We'll be back with more Sports Talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And on our Oakland Hardula's Talk and Text line is Odyssey Sports. NFL Insider Mark Schlereth. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Mark is also the host of the Stinkin' Truth podcast covering the entire NFL. Make sure to follow the Stinkin' Truth podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mark, thanks so much for joining us. I was telling Bob, I thought about you last night. Michigan and Washington play, and we've talked about it so many times on this show. Uh, Washington, they basketball on grass. A talented basketball on grass team. Man, Jim Harbaugh, he's a certain way. Man, line up, I'm going to kick you in the teeth, and I'm going to run it, and I'm going to run it, and I'm going to wear you down, and late in the game, I'm going to take over. It's old school, but it works. Harbaugh proved it last yeah. night. <laughs> yeah, that, ain't no question about it. I tell, 
you know, as much as we try to make the game a spread offense, and like you talked about, basketball on grass, there's a couple things that never go in and out of style. And one of those things is you show me the team that dominates the line of scrimmage. I'll show you the team that wins 80, 85% of the games. Um, so it, that is, a, it's an old school mentality, but it just works. And the further coaches get away from it, um, the more apt they are to get their asses handed to them in, in <laughs> you know, the tough, in the tough moments. So, uh, I appreciate that about Jim Harbaugh. I appreciate that, that about the way his team is built. So it's a good thing. It's a good, and it's, for me, it's fun to watch. I like that stuff. Now, uh, uh, Stink, uh, when you look at uh, what's intriguing, uh, boy, I, I get excited for this uh, as much as anything in the postseason, ultimately, you know, the Super Bowl. But NFL wild card uh, weekend, and you look at the matchups, uh, I want you to comment. What's the most intriguing matchup to you? Uh, I'm going to share mine first. I'm kind of looking at uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, who was 0-3 in the playoffs at the line. That goes back to when he was in Detroit. Uh, then, uh, you know, with the Rams. And you look at Rams 10-7. and Now, the Lions, they tied a franchise record for wins this regular season at 12-5. and And they're trying to uh, get their first playoff victory since beating Dallas. Got to go back to 1992. So that's kind of <laughs> intriguing. That, uh, you know, because you always remember, you know, you, you, uh, like, uh, not, think, uh, correct me, uh, uh, did you play, uh, what, you didn't always play uh, for Denver. Was Denver your first team or no, what? Washington. Uh, Washington? What? Well, Washington, yeah. Oh, okay. we, were the, we were the ones that ended that 1992 playoff win streak by Detroit with about a 45-10 to 10 beatdown in the nation's <laughs> capital on our way to winning a world championship. So, yeah, I'm very familiar with Detroit's playoff history. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that for me, Bobby, I'll tell you, that's the same one that I'm really intrigued by. Obviously, Matthew Stafford coming back home to the organization. He drafted him in Detroit after all that time there. And then Jared Goff facing off against his former team. He right. was the number one overall pick by the Rams. His former coach who decided, I can't get to the pinnacle with him, so I'm going to move him on to Detroit. This is like this has got everything. I asked him, I did the uh, Rams – L.A. game last week, and I asked him, have you thought about that matchup? And he said, does Bear take a dump in the woods? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I thought about that, you know, matchup. And so it'll be a, it's going to be fun. I mean, there's no question it'll be fun. It'll be great. I will tell you this, man. Now, the Rams, off, their, their special teams has been awful. Their defense, they have one superstar in Aaron Donald. We all know that. But they've got some rising young players who I think are really good players Carnell Lake's son, Quentin Lake, is a really good player. He's playing the nickel position. Um, he's a difference maker back there. I think uh, Byron Young has got a great story out of football, out of high school, didn't get recruited. Basically, was working at a general, the, the general store and at Burger King and anyhow, got himself accepted <laughs> to a junior college, you know, and then went to Tennessee and third-round draft choice, playing really good. Their defensive line, they got a couple of guys. Kobe Turner is a really good player. Uh, they've got a kid by the name of Brown who's a really good – like so they've got some good young players, fun to watch. Um, but offensively, let me tell you, they are back to being who they were when they were running kind of rough shot for a couple of years over the league. Um, in that Sean McVay always used to say, hey, we're a power-run football team disguised as a spread offense <laughs> or a three-wide formation, but we're just going to cram it down your throat. Back to his Todd Gurley days. And they are back to that. They're running as well as anybody in the league right now. Um, and I, I tell you, man, they're, they're a team that I really think is playing.
playing with a ton of confidence on the offensive side of the ball and really believes they can go beat anybody. And it's exactly what Kyle Shanahan said. He said, hey, listen, man, we feel like we're going we're gonna to play them in the AFC Championship game. And they are, they're going to be a tough out. That's kind of how they feel. So it, it'll be interesting to see. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice, gentlemen's blend body wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. Uh, I think the game that intrigues me the most, Browns-Texans. Ain't nobody would have picked the Texans to be in this spot. What uh, D'Amico Rines has done in Houston has been tremendous. C.J. Stroud is the outlier as far as a rookie quarterback to play this well. And you play in the Browns. They lose both starting tackles. They're uh, arguably the best running back in pro football. They're starting running uh, quarterback. Joe Flacco comes in, okay? And it all works. Their defense has played so well. But they don't get away from the running game. No matter what, that's still a big part of their offense. And that game, to me, two teams that when the season started, maybe somebody might have picked the Browns. But no one picked the Texans to be in this spot come Saturday. Yeah, I thought uh, the game against uh, Indianapolis, I thought that was their playoff game. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they respond because, you know, I, I thought they were kind of tapped out. But, like, C.J. Stroud, you're 100% right, is phenomenal. Nico Collins has been a beast. Um, if they get those kind of performances, again, out of those guys, they got a chance to beat anybody. I love what the Browns have done, yeah, though. The Browns too. just the, the Browns physically wear you out, both both sides of the ball. And, you know, it's ultimately this is why, like, Joe Flacco needs to be in the perfect storm situation. They're going to hand the ball off. They're going to run the football. They're going to have a lot of what, you know, it just depends on what kind of organization you're with, but what we call tank plays or call it and run it plays, right? They're, they're just going to get in, like, structure where they can go 18-19 structure, meaning – Hey, it doesn't matter if they rotate the strong safety down or rotate the weak safety down. We have answers. We can block everybody. Take it off the quarterback's play. Just let him hand it off a couple of times and then run some play action stuff after that. That's kind of what they do. And it's the perfect fit for Joe Flacco because he can still throw it, man. He can still run the deep comebacks. If you get cover right. three, you can still run the whole shots. If you're getting, you know, if you're getting quarters or what, like he could still throw those balls and, that's what he's really good at, those deep off-of-play-action intermediate pros. You know, they're about 18-yard in-cutting routes where you're just letting it eat. That, that's what he thrives in. That's, that's what his arm talent um, is perfect for. And that's exactly the offense they run. And as we all know, defensively, they can just wear you out too. So they're one of those teams that's just big and physical, and they do what they do, and it's the perfect fit, perfect storm for Joe Flacco. Now, uh, Stink, uh, you know, it's always you play long enough, it seems like you're going to cross paths or, oh, I used to be coaching that team or I played for that team. Like we're just talking about Matthew Stafford, you know, comparing what's going to happen with uh, the Rams and the Lions and all. But another intriguing uh, and pressure, there's always going to be pressure on this team. And even as a coach, uh, it doesn't matter if you have a winning uh, record, Mike McCarthy. I'm looking at uh, Dallas coach Mike McCarthy. He's going to face his former team. And then you look, uh, we all know the history with him with the Packers and all that, and uh, they're hosting Green Bay. Now, uh, Dallas is aiming to stay unbeaten at home this season. That's kind of intriguing because right now, okay, what well, Dallas is like seven touchdowns, seven, seven and a half point favored. But the one thing, you know how Jerry Jones is, okay, we're going to see how this is going to play out game to game. 
You want to talk about pressure. Uh, and, and, and you know this, uh, Mark, it's like with Dallas, it's like not Super Bowl or bust. It's win the Super Bowl or bust, it seems like. Yeah, it is. I mean, every year they go into it. And, <laughs> and you know, I mean, nobody seems to believe it, right? Myself included. Like, I will believe it when I <laughs> see it with the Dallas Cowboys. So, um, yeah, there's a, ton, there's a ton of pressure on them. And there's a ton of pressure for a guy like McCarthy to produce and for that offense to produce. And, and so much so, remember, he let go of Kellen Moore, who was their offensive play caller coordinator, and said, I'm going to take back over the play calling duties for this offense. So, um, yeah, there is a ton of pressure. I mean, you basically said, you basically said the reason that we didn't go where we didn't go last year was because of my play caller, and I've taken that over. And so, you know, Dallas is a super talented team, and I will tell you, like, if you get behind Dallas, if you let them just unleash those pass rushers, they're a nightmare because they've got dudes that can flat. Like, Demarcus Lawrence, is, is that dude can flat rush the passer. You got O.D. Zoo on the inside. You got a couple other guys on the inside. You got Michael Parsons who can line up anywhere on the football field and absolutely destroy you. So they've got a ton of talent. And if they have a lead, they are a night. I mean, literally a nightmare. So it'll be interesting to see exactly kind of how they do that because um, they are that good. And, and I think it's the, the Packers who go out uh, to take on the, the Cowboys. It'll be an interesting matchup. But uh, I definitely think the, the, the Cowboys are a much better football team. Now, uh, Mark, when you look at uh, any time, I know you're in the postseason. Uh, it's not a regular season game. It's not a team playing the Panthers. But uh, you look at the Buffalo Bills. They've been Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. They're a 10-point favorite. Now, the Steelers are coming uh, to Buffalo. But I don't know, Josh Allen, I mean, uh, it seems like we take up for him too much. He, he makes a lot of mistakes sometimes. I guess he's so talented that we cover that up. But just looking at the Bills, how they finished 11-6, and six, the turnaround when they defeated Miami for the fifth straight win to close out their regular season. Could Buffalo be one of those scary teams like, uh, that, that, that that continues because at the middle of the season, we were saying, boy, you want to talk about screwed the pooch. Mike, like you always say, the <laughs> yeah. Buffalo Bills, boy, they've been really disappointing. But then all of a sudden, they went five in a row. And now they play the yeah. Steelers, and they have a certain way to win. <laughs> and, and and they don't hide it. You know, they really don't. Yeah, there, there's no question. I mean, I don't think T.J. Watt's going to be able to go. That really hurts the right. Steelers because he's that good. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. And Steelers are just – there's just – a toughness about them that I always give them a chance, regardless of what you know what what kind of game they're going to play. I will tell you the thing that has changed, you know, from my perspective uh, with the Buffalo Bills is if you go back through that six and six start, I can't tell you how many times that Josh Allen was asked to throw the ball forty plus times. That's right. I mean, every like every game, and I don't care who you are, man. Like I always talk about this kind of with Joe Flacco, same thing is you got to take the quarterback off the high dive. You, you just can't have him on there all the time. And it was like, let's just wait for Josh to win a game for us. And, you know, I'm sorry, but we got 10 other guys on this team. Let's how about we have everybody, you know, everybody uh, carry some of the weight. Everybody carry some of the baggage. And let's take some of it off the shoulders of our quarterback instead of going, hey, we get in the red zone, and it's just pick your favorite matchup and let's go. I, I hate that. I like that to me is a lazy play caller, a lazy offensive coordinator. Well, he got fired. He got fired. Yeah, <laughs> that's got why fired. Joe Brady's and there. They, and they, <laughs> right, exactly. They went to Joe Brady, 
And since then, you look at what Joe Brady has brought to them. It's interesting is, you know, it's been one of those situations where now they're running the football. And when Joe Brady first left LSU to go to Carolina to coach their offense, he got fired. I'll never forget, I was doing a game in Carolina, and Joe pulled me aside on the sideline. And we ended up talking kind of about the run game for about an hour. And it was interesting. This is all pregame stuff. But it's just really interesting. A lot of those college coaches, those collegiate-type coaches, come from that realm, and they really they think they want to run the ball or they think they know how, but they don't really know how to do it and don't really know exactly what's going on. So for Joe Brady, it was getting fired and kind of learning that and coming back to it. And what he's done in Buffalo has been really good since he's taken over. He's taking a lot of that pressure off that quarterback. And that's, that's a good thing for Buffalo. That's going to help them in the long run. Now, Steve, before we let you run, uh, obviously uh, six, seven, eight coaches get fired every year. That's going to be the same thing next year. Any uh, firings that surprise you? Because I still think you coach uh, Mike Vabrell. Mike uh, Vabrell can uh, coach. Yeah, 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 for the Titans. So what, what, what is your take on that? And then you look, obviously, with Belichick and the Patriots and what the Raiders are going to do to Chargers. I know I threw a lot out there, but uh, it just seems like you have this uh, kind of soap, bog- or like soap opera uh, every year about what's going to happen yeah. you know, with the coaching. Yeah, it, it's interesting, you know, because in, in today's game, I mean, if you don't get, a, you know, if you don't turn the program around in two in two seasons, you're you're getting fired. Sometimes less than that. So, but I I do think, you know, I, I do think that the Raiders will probably end up retaining uh, Antonio Pierce. I thought he did a great job all the way down since he took over. So I think that's pretty big time. Um, I'm still really interested to see what happens with the Eagles. If they're one and done, could Sirianni be out? There's a lot of rumors in that regard. There's some assistant coaches that have resigned. And the, the Mike Vrabel one is interesting to me because I felt like that was something that was brewing internally yep. in the organization. Like Mike didn't want to be there, and they wanted to move on. And so that that's one, you know, that almost feel like almost feel like that one just kind of ran its course. Uh, a lot of speculation that Vrabel might take over in New England if they let go of Belichick. I mean, there is just a ton of speculation. Arthur Smith, i got to believe that that Atlanta job is a damn good job just based on I called a bunch of their games, and they are a talented group. Like, offensively, like it's a shame you can't take, take advantage of one of the best offensive lines in football and win more games than that. And I said it, even on a broadcast, this team should have 10 wins, maybe 11 wins. And, um, you know, it's a shame, but uh, it, it is what it is. It's a winning business. So um, what, what my coach always used to tell us, get good or get gone. Well, well uh, the, the, <laughs> now, now, Mark, uh, what about everybody, Harbaugh, Harbaugh? I mean, I don't know. I, I would like maybe from a selfish standpoint, I want to see Harbaugh or Coach Justin Herbert with the Chargers. I don't know. To me, that would be intriguing. <laughs> that, yeah, there's no question. Because one thing that he would do for Justin is he would put together a team it doesn't rely on Justin to yes. win the game every day. It would run week. the ball more. <laughs> right. He would he would take some of that pressure off of him. And I'd love I'd love to see that. But man, how good is it to be the Harbaugh's right now? I was texting with John <laughs> right, last yeah. night. I'm like, you're on the sideline, your brother's winning a championship, you guys are the number one seed. It's good to be the Harbaugh's right now. <laughs> well, well right hey, you know what Stink is kinda like uh we have this here in New Orleans, we have the Mannings and that quarterback fraternity with Archie and you got Peyton and Eli. Yeah. Well the Harbaugh's coach fraternity didn't get any better than that. 
<laughs> no, it doesn't. And the dad had a uh, you know very right. and Mr. Jack. very illustrious <laughs> career as well. So yeah, so yeah, those guys are doing okay over there. Mark, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it, bud. My pleasure. You guys do well. Take All right, Sting. Happy New Year. That was Odyssey NFL Insider Mark Schlereth. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice, where men have skin too. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. We're finishing up here in our number one of sports talk here on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going to go to James in Gainesville. James, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. You hear me, Mike? Yeah. Yes, sir. I hear you, James. Thanks for calling, bud. Okay, I got a couple of little seconds here. I did a, I've been listening to the show since the beginning of the season every night, and I got a report card on, on you and Bobby. I don't know if you really want to hear it, but I like so, it. Yeah, James, give it to me. James, what you gave me, Annette? It's been a while <laughs> since I got that report card, but it was pretty good back then. <laughs> I don't know about today. I don't know if y'all are competitive, but Mike Petillier, no, you get an A+. Plus. Okay, Thank and you. the reason I'm saying that is because you're the only one I heard questioning the offensive line <laughs> at the beginning of the season. You're the only one, Bobby. I'll give you a B or a B plus because you you could have, should have, would have. You were right about the last game. It would come down to the Saints beating Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, well, in the postseason, yeah. but it didn't but matter. We won, and it didn't matter. <laughs> You died on the one yard line of your opponents with, with a fourth and touchdown, and you didn't complete the pass. Yeah, of, oh, that happened before. <laughs> that happened before? <laughs> yeah. No, no Bobby, ex- Bobby and I will accept uh, uh, that A and B. Yeah, you go uh, so close, uh, but, but, but so far, uh, no, at least you're in the hunt. Uh, but that's what happens. Let me tell you something right now, James. I think where we're at right now, status quo. Okay, look, I don't know what we're going to do in the draft and what's going to happen. You better get uh, better up front. Okay, and, and this is what I say. We're going to talk about this uh, before the show's over tonight. Because I always like to look at who we're playing in the future, the opponents and all that. I think it's going to be the same song and dance. Again, we're not going to be uh, terrible. The Saints will not be bad next year, but I'm not saying they'll be great. Uh, we were 9-8. and eight. I think we're probably going to be 9-8 and eight again. Now, 9 and 8, 8 and 9, it's all about the same. Now, the reason why I have a few seconds uh, before the top of the hour, the reason why I say that, because I always look at the quarterbacks that you're going to be facing. Like even look at on the road, we got to go against Dak Prescott. On the road, we got to go against Pat Mahomes. we got to go against Justin Herbert. Okay, now we get at home, Jalen Hurts, the Eagles and all that, and then uh, Matthew Stafford comes here, and the complete team with the Browns. So I'm telling you right now, now this year, shame on us, we didn't win double digits. If we win nine games uh, uh, next year, I think it might be a, a, a good achievement. I'm telling you. With that schedule, I, I would agree. <laughs> right? but, but look how this the NFC South has changed. Just a few years back, who was quarterbacking? Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan. Look what they got today. Yep, it's totally true. different. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 